Good evening, fans of Friday Night Lights. This is Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Cliff Notes Podcast Weekly Pregame Show with your host, Clifton Grooms. And another huge thank you to Michael Anthony. That's the voice on the intro. Thank you so much, Mike, for providing your voice on the intro of the Cliff Notes Podcast Weekly Pregame Show. Uh, this is segment three of our Week 11 pregame show. It is Class 3, District 8. Before we talk about the semifinal games, let's run down the scores of last week's games in the district, starting from the top of the bracket all the way down to the bottom. And the 4-5 game, Chillicothe was able to come back from a two-touchdown deficit in the fourth quarter to force overtime and then win against Benton. 34-28 was the final there in one overtime. Maryville was able to take care of business over Kansas City Northeast. 60-20 was the final there. And then Cameron over Kansas City Central, 58-20 was the final. Let's talk about the semifinal games. Uh, first of all, we'll go to the top of the bracket. And we got the four-seeded Chillicothe Hornets. They're going to be on the road this week taking on the one-seed, the Richmond Spartans. Um, we got interviews with both coaches starting with Richmond head coach Nick Purcell. And that comes up right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes podcast talking Class 3, District 8. We got Richmond head, coach, Richmond head coach Nick Purcell with us. Coach, how are you doing? Good, real good. Uh, coach, welcome back to the podcast. Um, you, guys, uh, you guys obviously didn't get to play a game last week. Um, you guys were the number one seed in the district. You guys have earned it on the field with your work all year long. Um, so um, how was practice this week? And um, what were the biggest things you guys worked on? Yeah, um, our opponent this week, Chillicothe, is uh, they're a flexible and option team. So um, we got plenty to work on and in, in option responsibilities. And uh, you know, it's a it's an offense that requires you to be sound, and uh, you know, it, it kind of gives them an advantage, even if they're um, slightly outmanned in different positions. But um, if you're not sound in that stuff, um, they can really hurt you. So. Um, we, we got to spend last week kind of polishing some, some things that we, that we've been working on all year and working to get better on. And then, you know, this week we've really been focused obviously on, uh, prepping for that option game and, and how to defend it. And absolutely. We're going to go more into depth as far as the scouting report, as far as Chillicothe. They, um, they had a thrilling win on Friday night against Benton and, um, you know, this is a football team that, you know, you talked about the option. This is a football team for years and years I, that has been known for their running game, their running game, their running game. Um, talk about um, in-depth the scouting report as far as Chillicothe is concerned on both sides of the ball. And um, what can we expect from this football game on Friday? Yeah, they have some uh, they have some good athletes um, that – that do a lot of good things on their offensive side. Their fullback's a good player. Um, he's probably their best player, and um, we understand that. We know we got to find a way to take him away as much as we can. But um, you know, their quarterback does a good job reading the option, and he's a good athlete. So um, you know, it just goes back to fundamentals and, and option responsibilities. Uh, we just have to be really sound, really secure on all those things. Um, you know, defensively, they they mix around some different fronts, and um, they fly around to the football and and do a good job on defense. So um, we're going to have to be able to uh, block multiple fronts and, uh, and get off the ball and, and try to win the line of scrimmage. You know, I think that's what we've probably done as well as 
as in any year is we've done a really good job of line of scrimmage. Can't say enough about our offensive defensive lines, and um, we're going to have to play another good one this week. Oh, absolutely. I think it's going to be a fun district. Should be a fun game. Uh, Coach Purcell, I want to thank you so much for um, coming on the podcast. Uh, second straight week, really talking about your uh, your kids and your football team. And um, good luck to you and your boys on Friday. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you so much to Richmond Coach Nick Purcell for taking time once again to join us here on the podcast. Now, we also did have an interview with Chillicothe head coach Tim Rulo. We talked about last week's game against Benton in the scouting report against Richmond. Um, we'll go to Coach Rulo right now. And we're here on the Cliff Coast Podcast. We're continuing our preview of Class 3, District 8. We got Chillicothe head coach Tim Rulo on again with us. How you doing, Coach? Doing great. How are we doing, Clifton? I'm doing great. Um, District champion, district definitely in full swing. So, um, Coach, speaking of districts in full swing, um, it was quite a ball game in Chillicothe on Friday night, huh? Yeah, it was great. It was uh, definitely one uh, for one that was uh, more more memorable than I thought it would be or wanted it to be, but uh, definitely an exciting game. So, um, definitely. Um, l- let me ask you a few questions about that game, um, Coach. Um, was there any like any kind of like panic or anything on the sideline uh, it, when when Benton really started with the momentum there, definitely being up twenty eight to fourteen, and then um, was there any like any kind of nervousness, any kind of like uneasiness on the sideline with you guys? No, I, you know, I'll admit that uh, it, we were, everyone was pretty calm, you know, and I'll you know something we kind of talked about with our guys after the game and on Monday, just how important that that mindset is, you know, that after a game you, you do stay calm or at, during a game like that, you stay calm. You just focus on carrying out your assignment, doing your job, right? You don't try to uh, throw the baby out with the bathwater, right? You don't got, try to go too crazy there. And instead just make sure that you uh, stay focused on the task at hand, which at, the, at that point is scoring and scoring as quickly as you can. Well, definitely, Coach, you guys definitely do that. You guys scored um, two touchdowns, definitely, to uh, send the game into overtime at 28 apiece. And, and um, you know, what was it – what was definitely, like, what was the feeling like, definitely getting that stop and overtime and then you guys taking it on the next possession and then uh, then ended up winning the game? Oh, gosh. I mean, um, <laughs> you know, pretty euphoric because it's just such a matter of highs and lows. You know, again uh, – our defense played great, got the stop. Um, it was great to see that. And then from there, uh, you know, we carried a lot of momentum from that. You know, you saw that with DeMarcus's first run on the on first down where he picked up uh, basically 13 yards. Um, you know, second down was a no game. But then on third down, kind of went back to a play that had been working for us really well in the second half, uh, especially in the fourth quarter. And uh, we dialed it up, and uh, it – you know, when it works, it looks really good, right? And so we were able to run run that uh, that play and get the ball pitched out to Griff, uh, Bondera for the score. So just so excited for the guys. And, you know, and I know there was um, some, tears of dimin- some tears of joy, honestly, by a lot of our players, our seniors, some of the guys that weren't able to play due to injuries that they had gotten the, the week before. Uh, so, guys, it was, you know, got euphoric. You know, it's such an awesome thing to be a part of that. Um, and, uh you know, sad that anyone has has to lose, but just so excited for our boys that they got to experience such an awesome environment, awesome game, and definitely do it with all, all those fans there. And, heck, even scoring literally as we're running into the student section was pretty amazing as well. So, definitely, definitely very memorable finish there. So, um, Coach, uh, moving on to the uh, 
district semifinals now. Um, you guys now have a date with that win with number one seeded Richmond. Um, this is a team that's in the top ten in the class, um, right up there in the Missouri River Valley East. Um, coach, just uh, talk about your scouting report as far as Richmond, and um, what can we expect from the football game on Friday? Well, gosh, I mean, again, super talented program, a historic program. Uh, you know, Coach Purcell, I think this is his third year here. He's doing great things with those guys, um, centered around, you know, their quarterback. Yeah, he, he's, he's a man among boys, right? Uh, number eight, Elliott for them does, does a great job, you know, running their offense. He also plays linebacker for them on defense. So, again, very, very physical kid who does great things. Uh, again, I think as well, you, you know, not enough can be said about their offense and defensive lines and how, how big they are. There's a lot of size. And then on – and you had you had the athletes that they have that they're able to put in so many different positions on offense and defense. Definitely, you can see why they've been so successful and won so many games. So again, it's going to be a battle, you know. But uh, one we're excited about, one we're excited for. Uh, gosh, when you get to play football in November, I mean, who can beat it? And especially with this kind of weather, so we're excited and looking forward to it. Oh, absolutely! Should be nice weather all all over the place in the uh, Northwest Missouri area, and uh, definitely uh, you hit the nail right on the head, Coach. Uh, you definitely want to keep playing football in November as long as you can. So that's definitely the goal. So, um, Coach Rulo, uh, thank you again for uh, coming on the podcast once again and uh, joining us here, talking about Class 3 District 8 and talking about your Chilla Coffee football team. And um, good luck to you and the boys on Friday. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Coach Rulo, for joining us as always. Um, the other matchup, semifinal matchup, is um, – the two-seeded Maryville Spoofhounds are going to be hosting the three-seeded Camber Dragons. This is a rematch from week five of the regular season. A game where Ty Campbell and several other starters from Cameron did not play it in the game due to quarantine. So um, this is going to be a great football game. I think this might be one of the best football games of the entire night. So um, we've got interviews with both coaches. We're going to kick it off with Maryville Spoofhound coach Matt Webb right now. And we're here on the Clip Notes Podcast. We're continuing on with Class 3, District 8. We got Maryville Spoofhound Head Coach Matt Webb back with us. Coach, how you doing? Doing great. How are you today, Clifton? I'm doing great. Um, Coach, another first-round district win for you and your uh, football team. Um, got a victory over Kansas City Northeast this Friday night. Um, Coach, just walks through the game. Well, it was one of those uh, games where we were excited to play at home. We hadn't played at home since uh, uh, September 11th. So um, it was our homecoming game so a lot of excitement around school throughout the week and uh, it's always special to play at this place and um, I really felt like uh, our varsity guys were able to um, get out and really execute early and, and accomplish what we wanted to get done which was you know execute and be clean and play a clean game and um, you know really get out to an early lead and then um, allow our, our younger kids to get some reps you know with the way COVID's been this year our freshman level guys have gotten um, a few games canceled and that sort of thing so um, allowing them the experience to get out on Friday night and kind of finish their, you know, freshman season at underneath Friday night lights at home is something that's um, pretty special. And so um, a lot of those guys excelled and, and I was pleased with the way uh, we came, we came out of the game. Well, coach, you get another opportunity to play at the hound pound this uh, Friday night. You got Cameron. I mean, it was a good game last time. Uh, guys, guys want a really good game in week five against them. Um, coach just uh, tells the scouting report and uh, what can we expect on Friday? Well, Cameron's uh, a really good football team. You know, we uh, we have identical records. You know, we're both seven and three. Um, 
they, uh, you know, obviously Jeff Wallace, our head coach, has, has done an outstanding job of turning that program around, um, you know, over the last couple of years con compared to where it's, it's where they've been in the past. So um, they got a great group of skill players. They're really big up front and, you know, you know, offensive defensive lines. Um, they're, they run a really difficult scheme. They're obviously their offense runs their quarterback, Mr. Campbell. He's, he's, uh, he's an excellent football player. Um, we're fortunate to have them, have them at home. Um, should be a really exciting football game. Uh, you know, it's playoffs, uh, win or go home type mentality this week. Absolutely. That's the best thing about the playoffs. So it's uh, definitely that win or go home mentality. Uh, Coach Matt Webb, uh, again, I want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast, talking about you and your football team, and uh, good luck to you guys in the um, district semifinals. Thank you, Clinton. Have a great week. Thank you so much, Coach Webb, for joining the show as always. And, um, and then we're going to go ahead. We're going to head it on to Cameron head coach Jeff Wallace on his side of this matchup against the Maryville Spoofouts. And we're here on the Cliff Notes podcast. It's week 11 of the high school football season, week two of district play. We got Cameron Dragon head coach Jeff Wallace with us. Coach, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. Um, coach, um, fourth straight win in the books. Um, a first round um, playoff win um, against Kansas City Central on Friday night. Coach, just uh, walks through the game. Well, we started out, uh, you know, we actually I thought we played pretty well. They, we, they were just huge up front. I mean, huge, 300 pounders across the board that can move a little bit. And, uh, as, more, as many athletes as we've seen on the field probably all year long from one football team. So it was 7-0 at the end of the first, and then we were able to open, open it up wider. I think we put uh, 41 up, I think, in the second quarter, or a total of 41, 30-some in the second quarter. And, kind of kind of able to separate and stretch it from there. And, and we were able to get get all of our kids in. Our freshman quarterback played really, really well. Uh, Alec Leesonby, really proud of him. And, and just a lot of young guys who ever got on the field in the second half. Uh, we really felt like they played played up to the standards that, that we like to live live up to here, that uh, regardless of who we are, we're going to play four to six A to B, and we're going to do it intensely. And I was pretty happy with that. Well, Coach, definitely it's always a plus effort to get your uh... – get your entire TV, especially during a playoff game. So, um, coach, yes. um, coach, we got a big one this week. Um, get to travel to the hound pound this week to a re for a rematch with a uh, Maryville with a um, spot in the district championship on the line. Just, um, break down this game for us. Well, that's a typical, typical Maryville team. They, they do things extremely well. They're well coached. Um, you know, you know, you know that their techniques are going to be as sound as they come and they're going to play them exactly the way that they're taught to play them. Uh, you know, I think when we talk about four to six A to B here, and I, I believe they've got something similar they talk there and their kids do it. Their kids live by it. You know, we talk about standards that we want to live to here. Well, those standards have been established there longer. And, and no matter who you are, when you put that Maryville jersey on, you have got to play to those standards that have been set by those that came before you. And those kids do an excellent job of that. They've just they've got athletes. They've got really good football players, a six nine defensive end and tight end, who's tough as nails to try to contain and block. Uh, really good Mike backer that's tough to get to because of how they play things up front. And they are as good on the back end as as uh, as anybody's been all year long. They're just so darn sound technique wise of what they do. It's it's tough to get on them, and you know they're going to run the wing tee, and you got a pretty good idea what plays they're going to run. But it doesn't matter. They just execute it so well. Uh, we have a, we have a challenge. It's a huge challenge ahead of us, but one I think we're ready for. Well, Coach, uh, definitely. Uh, it's always good to start out the week with you. Uh, 
Coach, I want to thank you so much for joining the podcast, and um, good luck to you and your boys on Friday against Maryville. Absolutely, Cliff. I appreciate it, buddy. And thank you so much, Coach Wallace, and all three of you other coaches for joining the podcast here on this Class 3 District 8 preview. Now, keep in mind that the winner of these two games will play in the district championship game next Friday. We'll update you definitely on what that matchup will be on our Cliff Notes podcast social media accounts. Until then, take care, everybody.